Hey, this is Nikki. And this is Dan. And you're listening to Bands and Beers. The podcast where we check out a new band and a new beer in every episode. If you like us, make sure to hit subscribe. And follow us on Instagram at bands underscore beers podcast. Hello. This is the first episode of Bands and Beers. (laughs) I'm Nikki. I'm Dan. And we have Spitshine on today, and we are so excited. What's up? To hey, meet you hey. guys who've never met you before. Yeah, this is our first time meeting. I'm in a, a basement, and I'm yeah, scared. We're we're in a basement. <laughs> it's actually a very nice basement, though. Nice it carpet. is carpeted, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Well, so. compared to what we like normally play in, it's, it's a pretty big step up. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to give us like a history lesson on like the basements you've played in uh hi guys i'm kyle and i'm tom (laughs) tell us what you play in the band so i play guitar and i sing that's sort of my thing and i play bass is that exhilarating for you to play bass it's very exhilarating you love it i do that's good it's tom's favorite thing (laughs) so we're talking about the basement scene that's what you want to know yeah, yeah, but before we get into that, we're going to crack these open. Dan. Uh-huh. Dan brought us a treat. Yes. And do you want to oh. tell us about this beer that we have today? Yeah, like the title of this podcast implies, there is beers involved. Um, and this particular selection <laughs> uh, is called Falasso Wrapper from Departed Souls Brewing out of Jersey City, New Jersey. It's a very nice Belgian-style ale, very drinkable, 8%. Sneaks up on you, goes down real easy. Um, yeah. Let's... You couldn't get Philoso Emo Band? No. <laughs> I really like this this uh, design on the can. It's like a Velociraptor, and it has like a little plant on like a it. Caesar yeah. If you look in his, his, his right hand, he's dropping the mic, too. Oh, he's dropping the mic. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. very cool. This is a really cool can. Yeah, it's got I'm like this like this. paint splatter vibe. Yeah, these guys do all like wacky artwork on all their cans. And it's all like pretty good. I'm a big fan. This can has like the same vibe that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater's <laughs> PlayStation it's... has. And I don't know why like I'm drawing that parallel. It's kind of really funny you say that because their tap room is like all like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and like skateboards and shit. Really? Yeah. So it's like very like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> wow. Nail on the head. Look at that. All right. So we're gonna just yeah. we're just gonna. <laughs> nice. That was so in unison. That was great. <laughs> we nailed it. Mm-hmm. First impressions. Not bad. I dig it. It's not like overwhelming. You yeah, know what it's, I mean? a, it's an easy drinker for an eight percenter. Just yeah. like it's almost a little even sweet, maybe a little hint of orange hiding in there or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? I, I like it. It is. It's very smooth. Uh, it's not too dark. I'm a fan of like lighter, blonder ales. Yeah, just a hint of fruit. I don't like it when it's too sweet. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. I feel like there's so many 
there's so many breweries out there now and when I go to the brewery and I try something like a lot of them are like just not drinkable at all like remember actually Kyle when we went to um I don't know if I want to call them out Oh yeah, yeah. Is that something we're gonna be doing on, on here on episode one. <laughs> should if we, it takes should off, we do that? We went to a brewery. We went to a brewery in like a very cool town nearby here that I admire, and I was excited to go to the brewery. It's like pretty new, and Kyle and I tried this beer, and it was like drinking Tabasco sauce. Yeah, almost. It was very weird, hot. But like, I like a. Sp- a spicy margarita. A spicy margarita. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not like against the spicy alcohol thing, mm-hmm. but it was like I felt like I needed. I was gonna die. I was not enjoying a single second of that beer. It was bad. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe it's just not our taste. Maybe. I don't know. But this is great. So definitely check out. Check these guys out. What's the name of the Departed Souls? Check like them out. Souls like the sole of your foot, mm. like S O L E S. Hashtag. I think it's a double entendre as well. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Very great. Hashtag definitely not gluten free. Yeah. Shout out to these guys. They <laughs> Is that do like a, a lot shade of. To... No, they do a lot <laughs> of gluten free beers, and on the ones that are not gluten free, they put the definitely not gluten free hashtag. Oh, okay. That's so. better than just the whole brand being like. F gluten free people. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so maybe we shift gears to music from the beer now. So tell us like a little bit about this is not your first band that you guys have both been in. So tell us how you got started. How did you know that? You must have researched us for hours. I've never been in a band with either of you, so this is I never met you. I just want to learn about your background. Lying. A podcast about lying. I lied. I feel like <laughs> I feel like even though we just met, we have a lot of chemistry, so that's good for yeah. for a first episode. Almost sure. like best friend chemistry. Like almost. <laughs> almost. Dan, who I've never met, introduced me to the uh, comic book Saga. Or no, you didn't introduce me, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? Saga's okay. really good. Yeah, I'm the lying cat right now. I'm going to call you out when you're Hashtag lying. Hashtag Saga. <laughs> but yeah, like, tell us about how you got started. Mainly, I want to know, like, what you listened to when you were a kid. Because that's always the most interesting thing for me. Because that's really what I attribute, like, my interest in music to, is how I got started on it, listening to the best like 70s artists growing up so i was always want to know like what everyone else listened to when they were a kid i have a distant story um so i started listening to music in like the 2000s i guess choosing your own which is the worst time to start listening to music so, <laughs> so i don't I know man Hillary like, Duff. i didn't like the whole concept of wiggly air at all for a while so i was like oh man there's nothing good to listen to but then I found, like Nikki was saying, uh, older music, like The Who and all this more instrumental stuff rather than like the mall rock of the 2000s. So, so I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. I guess I'll <laughs> do this forever now. Um, so yeah, I just like uh, all that classic rock stuff. The Beatles, uh, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, all the things that your, your dad would list to. <laughs> 
What's your favorite I, Beatles record? If you had to pick. Rubber Soul. Okay. I'm picking. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's, yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay. Cool. Kyle. Hmm. So I didn't like music as like a kid because all I knew high was high five. <laughs> Oh, that's a crisp one. Yeah, that went up. As almost as crisp as this beer. Yeah. I am still enjoying it, just so listeners know. <laughs> um, so I didn't really like music, mainly because my parents were like very religious, and all they listened to was like contemporary Christian music. Um, if you're from the area, it's Star ninety nine one, um, which is the worst. And I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Um, all music must be like this. <laughs> um, but I had two much older sisters and they were listening to stuff like Good Charlotte and, uh, I'm trying to remember what else, like some 41 and they would like, I would like steal some of their CDs or like cassettes and, uh, listen to them on my own. And I was like, Oh, there is real music. Um, and then they changed my life by getting me the first guitar hero game. That's like the OG, the first one, PlayStation 2, what's up? And uh, that's when I discovered so much good music, mainly uh, Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. That song really spoke to me on that game. And that's when I was like, oh, I want to play guitar. And also there's good music that's older. And I started looking into stuff. I got into like mostly punk, like ACDC. Uh, ACDC was like a big obsession. I even did a project in school about ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> what grade were you in? Uh, sixth grade. What oh, class man. was it for? Uh, English. <laughs> it was like a they literary. They do use the English thing. language in every one of their songs. <laughs> That's, That's true. That's the thing. I was like jamming on back in black, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I just sort of branched out and got into like other stuff mostly classic rock and then it eventually evolved into weird internet music that my friends would send me because they were into like torrenting music and i got into like a invite only super special music forum torrenting website it was so cool and they would have like admin called? recommendations it was called what.cd oh, cool. i don't think it exists anymore i think it got taken down and uh I found like the weirdest music there, but it really expanded my interest. And then uh, I would just like download whole albums and put them on my iTunes and on my my iPhone or iPod, whatever I had at the time. It was it was a good time, and I sort of just made my way to where I'm at now. Yeah, it's crazy like how much everything has changed. I mean, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because I feel like it's overdone. But so much has changed since we were kids, and we had to like go on LimeWire or FrostWire or whatever. And like, well, that was the only way you could get what you want because the radio was just like, "Here's what you have to listen to," and That's I it. always hated that. Yeah. I, I did not like being told what to listen to. No, I mean I remember. I don't know if you guys ever did this, but we had like this MTV Hits channel mm -hmm. that I used to just wait for my chemical romance to come on like wait the whole day for that video to come on and it was just so different and now there's so much out there so segmented though you i feel like it would have been cool to have like grow up in the day where everybody listened to exactly the same things 
so then everybody's like there's a unity to it yeah. now that everything's like segmented and people are like dude what kind of music you listen to and you're like oh that's really bad <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. everybody you meet the that's one thing true. that drives me it, crazy about that though is like when everyone listened to the radio gave it to you and that's what you listen to it's like everybody liked all the same things but like now it's like people will be like oh i hate rap all rap sucks but it's like no it doesn't there's definitely rap you like yeah. like because mm-hmm. there's just, so much yeah there's no way you dislike the entire genre right of like rap or hip-hop or whatever it is you don't like yeah, yeah. that's what that's the uh, point. the older gentlemen and women say too is like all oh, the good music was back then which is true it's definitely much better in the 70s but they're just not looking hard enough there's still like there's so much music out there that you could find something that you like in every genre so i agree yeah. with you mm-hmm. yeah that's true like how diverse it is today so what's going on with you guys now you're so you have do you have more than one album out? No, we have a uh, an EP, yeah. six tracks. Uh, it's called Get Out of Bed. Goob, right? Goob, Get yeah. Get Out of Bed. Get Goob. Get Goob. <laughs> it's our link. Check it out. Bit.ly slash Get Goob. Um, I'm going to play leave. it for everyone in this episode. So oh, cool. To prep for that, if someone had never heard your music before, prep them in one sentence. We weren't going to do the acapella version today it's a different day okay oh yeah sorry (laughs) i wrote that out i did not come prepared (laughs) uh one sentence Mm. let's see Uh, not quite midwestern not quite traditional emo and cue the song
So that's one of my favorite songs by you guys. <laughs> Wait, take that again. <laughs> I'm going to leave this. <laughs> Forget You by Spitshine. Yeah, I love that song. Like, big fan. Can you walk us through writing that, producing it, etc.? Yeah, totally. Uh, there were a few bands I was listening to at the time that were heavily influential to me musically. Um, at the time, we didn't realize what kind of people they are. Um, so some of those bands would be like Sorority Noise. Um, there's been some sort of like allegations about the lead singer Cameron Boucher and uh so i don't really listen anymore uh at the time i was into the their songwriting style it was very like indie but very like punk at the same time and i was like this is kind of what i the kind of stuff i want to do um so i was messing around with drop tunings at the time as well and it gives it sort of this full-bodied sound and i can play interesting chords that have like a lot of low end and a lot of high end um, and then just like sort of twinkle little tiny bits here and there. And then I was going through a breakup. <laughs> so like, you know, those Sorry, were the feelings. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine. There. I'm over it. <laughs> um, I was going through those feelings at the time, sort of, a. it's kind of a story of, of like falling in love and then, and then sort of realizing that, that, that it didn't work out and that they always sort of were kind of not what you thought they were. Um, or at least they change as you learn to get to know people. There's this sort of honeymoon period and then things start to change. But really, it's just the person showing who they truly are. And when that happens, uh, things get different. So that's kind of the theme. That's what it's about. And And then the hook, just like all I want is to forget you, is just sort of like a chance for people to just sort of scream along that at least that's what i envisioned at the time uh just sort of just get it out of your system because everyone has people in their lives that they're just like god i wish i could forget that person and what happened or whatever uh, so i feel like it's very relatable and that's just sort of a chance to let it all out you know yeah so yeah and then you guys recorded the album like total did you go to the studio i forget yes you went to ponderosa yes Okay. You worked with... Do you have anything to say? <laughs> Speak, Tom. Oh, she could sniff the floor. I'll just yes him. <laughs> there yes Tom or no Hickey. questions? <laughs> Enters um, Tom Hickey. Um, yeah, it was a great experience. I played trombone on our record. <laughs> so I, I played trombone from middle school or like literally fifth grade through college. I was in like the pep band and everything. So like molts like like 12 years of trombone and then i stopped for four and then i'm like oh let me just play some trombone on this album it'd be really easy and then single notes were very difficult for me <laughs> so it took me multiple takes to go <laughs> <laughs> when like literally like six years earlier i would have like ripped some cool solo but there's a little bit of that on uh some of our songs check that out not i forget you though yeah it's a Deep cut. Deep cut. 
Uh, the studio is really cool. We worked with Joe Webster. Um, Any relation to Merriam Webster? <laughs> <laughs> he was good with words, but apparently no. Yeah, they're not related. Uh, he was really great to work with, honestly. Uh, he was very supportive and energetic, and he worked with us for like 13 hours straight. Yeah, I don't think he was technically a producer, but he like helped us a lot with that idea as well, like really bringing the emotion out of a lot of the songs and like yelling at Kyle to scream louder on his yeah. parts until he yeah. was like, "I have nothing left," and he's like, "No, harder!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really did. Um, and it was a beautiful studio, uh, plenty of space, just very comfortable. Uh, they had a apartment on the second floor above the studio, mm. and they when they have people record there for multiple days they welcome bands to like stay in the apartment and then just like wake up go downstairs and start recording again yeah, it's perfect it's really cool yeah that's cool because recording is so exhausting that you need a nap yeah <laughs> you got sometimes nap, you just you gotta eat <laughs> and there yeah. was yeah it was a whole thing it had a kitchen and you could do all that you just go right upstairs that's perfect and there was like a horse farm behind it which was cool that's you could different. like see the horses Sample some nays. <laughs> Why did you guys have any Sample nays in your nay album? nays. How come you guys don't have any like horse noises on your album? You I had don't it know. perfect. You could have recorded them. Hey, we couldn't get them through the door. We had to bring everybody through the recording studio. Mm. They were too busy eating hay. Mm, that's what horses do. That's true. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Uh, Sorry, so, Dan. Do you guys have any plans for future records? Okay, so I have a f another two EPs written, and they're all supposed to sort of be a part of a larger concept, uh, starting with Get Out of Bed. The second one will be called uh, take your meds and then the Working third one titles maybe i'm pretty i'm pretty good with them <laughs> are and, any of them gonna be happy and or? the third one is called <laughs> feel better mm, okay um <laughs> so the overall the overall sort of arching theme is that uh is it get out of bed it's it's sort of starting with the mundane and the and the normalcy and the sort of the rough parts of life and then take your meds is sort of that like middle section where you're feeling like things are all happening and it's like the middle of the crises and then feel better is sort of like coming to terms with the things that have happened and emotions and trying to better yourself and like uh, move forward as a person cool I like uplifting it. wow Hopefully. it is uplifting kind of reminds the, the... me of uh, star 99.1 <laughs> <laughs> Get back to your roots. Oh, wow. Zing. Yeah, I don't know. It, the, the lyrics are a little cryptic. Uh, so even though it's supposed to be like a happy ending, it's still like you still kind of kind of th think about it. <laughs> like it's not all spelled it out in black and white. It's not like now everything is fine. Yo, that's a pretty good hook, Kyle. You should... <laughs> Use it. Incorporate that. <laughs> uh, currently, we are <laughs> we're we're making some demos to sort of shop around, show people, get their opinions, sort of go over the songwriting structures, see if we want to change anything. 
uh, show them to studios, see who would be interested in working with us. And hopefully we'll record both of the EPs in one shot, ideally, um, and then release them in due time separately. Sick. Cool. Awesome. All right. We're going to do a singer speed round right now. Uh-oh. There's okay. paper involved. Lead singer speed round. You have 30 seconds to answer as many of the this or that questions that I have written down. Okay. <laughs> there is no theme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the lead singer of Spitshine has to answer these questions, yes? Yep. All right, I got this. <laughs> it's your time to shine. And then Tama, I have, I have something for you next. The bass player, bass player bingo. Bass player bingo. Oh, that was my idea. No, yeah, I see. Okay, you ready? I I'm guess. setting the timer. Okay. Ready? One. Here we go. Katy Perry or Kesha? Kesha. Bob the Builder or Blue's Clues? Blue's Clues. American Cheese or Cheddar? Cheddar. Vodka or Whiskey? Whiskey. Spring or Fall? Fall. Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Vinyl or Cassettes? Vinyl. Green or Blue? Blue. Loud or Soft? What? <laughs> Loud or Soft? <laughs> Loud. Lucky Charms or Frosted Flakes? Frosted Flakes. 80s or 90s? 80s. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Puppies or babies? Puppies. Carpet or wood? Wood. Country or city? City. Clowns or mimes? (laughs) That was pretty good. That was fun. (laughs) All right. So you got got 16. All right. I'll take that. That's like. Can't believe you picked ranch over blue cheese. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. All day, baby. When I was younger. All day, baby. When I was younger, I would just for other people's oh, entertainment no, would them. squirt it directly into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's an oh, embarrassing no. story. I can't believe I said that, but it's, it's okay. All right, Tom. I play bass. <laughs> Most challenging thing about having Kyle as a lead singer. Please <laughs> There's nothing challenging at all. Oh, come on. Isn't that right, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so we're back in the studio. <laughs> oh, this is a story. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, everything you think about lead singer, lead guitar players is true. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> he exemplifies the major characteristics of it in the band, being uh, one uh, a drama queen is his strongest trait, I'd say. So... um. We're like a local level band. This kid is like asking for things that like Led Zeppelin would be like demanding for in her things. <laughs> like, dude, calm down. You what? got your Example. like three hour yeah, nap. Let's hear some examples. <laughs> no, it just. Whenever we'd be going on like a long stretch of time, Kai would be like, oh, I'm tired. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but you did one take. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, no, we got through it though. So, Kyle. Yeah. Do you write songs for yourself to like, <laughs> or for other people? Mm. Uh, songwriting for me. 
<laughs> totally just came up with that one right off. That was really, yeah, really well done. Well spoken as well. Um, so the reason all the songs sort of have a somber tone is that the thing that encourages me to write is when I am feeling a lot of emotion, which tends to be sadness or anger uh, or disappointment. Those I feel the strongest. And in those times, my outlet is to write it all down and sort of, uh, it, it helps me get it out of my head and onto paper. I, I, any song I write is written by hand. It's never like typed or anything. Um, it's just like, He's afraid of technology. It needs to be like a physical <laughs> representation of my thoughts exiting my head. Because yeah. otherwise they're all just stuck up in there. Uh, so they turn sad usually. And then I'll, I'll, I'll write music. And what was the original question? Uh, do you yourself. write it like, for myself? For so yeah. in that regard, it is very much for myself. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an outlet for me to sort of release all those emotion and then of course i hope people like it and i hope it can be relatable uh but in the end it's really just for me to at the moment release and then continue to play it and perform it and perfect it for fun because music is just like my passion and i love playing it so much so doing that with these guys is just a continuation of that feeling is it like Based off of what you said, I just want to ask if it's hard for you to keep playing songs that are about the not-so-great moments in your life. Uh, it's, it's not easy in the first place to be so vulnerable uh, and much just like willing to, to put it all out there. And I, I, sometimes I'm cryptic, cryptic and sometimes I'm not. Um, it all just sort of depends on how I'm feeling at the time. It's, so it's never easy, but... Uh, I don't know. There, I feel like there's nothing that could stop me from doing it. I just have to do it. It's just a part of who I am. There are definitely songs that are a little bit too vulnerable for certain settings, though. Well, we'll have like something on our set list and be like, oh, are we going to play this song? And then we go out there, we're like, oh, maybe not this one tonight. <laughs> yeah, we've done that before. Yeah. yeah, tell me more about that. Like, Because... Obviously, you know, I've been in situations before as a musician where I show up to a venue and I just know like certain songs are like not going to be a fit, but I think that process is different for everyone. And I think that certain artists adhere to that idea more than others. Certain artists are just like, well, screw the audience. I'm just going to play my set because this is who I am. Hmm. But it's valid to also consider what the crowd's going to respond to. So do you guys have kind of uh you guys like discuss that together? Like what's your process in deciding that? Yeah. I think a lot of the times it depends on the other bands in the bill. So I think um, people can adjust uh, what they're listening to and have a good time regardless. But if it's too much of a departure for what they've been hearing from the rest of the night, Sometimes people get like th thrown off a little bit, so we, we like to like see what else other people are playing before us and what we think we'll play after us, and try to fit into that that mold if we can, or add a different energy if, if it's like appropriate to this that setting. So, um, yeah, so, but we don't we don't change too much. We don't like change the way we play our songs. We still have our songs, and we're still spit shine um, 
but yeah, there's a little bit of a flux that takes place. Where did you guys come up with the name Spitshine? Like, where did that come from? That's a good question. <laughs> this is a Tom story, I think. Sure. Um, so Kyle's a lot of has a lot of ex girlfriends. Okay. <laughs> not that many. Not that many. <laughs> it's really not. Oh no. I was a serial um, monogamist. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, I think there was like a a thread for bands. Somebody she posted something about like would be a good title for a shoegaze band, and it was some sort of pun. And then I added Spitshine as another one would be like a good band name for us, like a shoegaze band. Um, and that name was Spitshine. And uh, <laughs> and then we became an emo band and not a spitch. We thought they were just like a good option from, from there. But uh, yeah, shoegazing, spitshining. If you don't get that, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> not you, Dan, our, our viewers. I don't get that. Could you explain it to me? I'm not going to explain it. It's when you like shine someone's shoe. All right, I'll explain oh, a, a oh, little okay. bit. Shoegaze I, is like a, a genre of, of um, people okay. use like guitar pedals a lot. Yeah. So they're like, instead of playing, looking at their fingers, they're looking at their feet to like make cool effects and stuff like that. Um, so they're looking down at their shoes and shine. That's they're valuable. Gazing at their and, shoes. And they're cleaning their shoes while they're, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> loosely related. All right. It's also a cool name. Yeah. Yeah, it that's is. easy, as far as I'm concerned. It's a cool name. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> it does. So. Yeah, so you guys write sad music, but I when I hear your sets, like you integrate like a humor into it, but mm-hmm. it's like a musical humor. Yeah, so yeah. we're... <laughs> Talk about that. We're an emo band. But uh, we like to take influence from genres that like really don't apply to emo music. A lot of times, we'll have like I don't know if it necessarily is salsa, but something like that. We'll just like <laughs> we'll just throw something in there because we think is it's kind of funny and uh, it kind of well, lightens yeah. up the mood and stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of our songs have these little tiny little like bites of just like humorous elements that we mm-hmm. we enjoy, and we're like, haha, this is happening inside this really sad song. Yeah, whether it's, like, throwing in a little section that's, like, dancey and, like, almost like disco, <laughs> or just, like, sort of playing a really heavy, like, metal, sort of, like, ironically playing, like, heavy metal, like, riff or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's for our own enjoyment, mostly, just to be like, haha, we did that. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like supposed that. to be there, but um, but also because like we are also we are genuinely influenced by these other types of music, and if we're playing to have fun and enjoy, like why not express all parts of our musicality as best we can? At least that's how I look at it. Like, yeah. I don't think it's just for us. I think people like hear it and they think it's kind of funny themselves too. Yeah. They're like, those guys don't take it super seriously, right. which yeah. we do, but we don't at the same time. We just want people to have like a good time and to come yeah. to our shows and we try to make the environment as like safe and fun and happy as possible. So yeah, when you see us play, that. you know, Ori's cheesing the whole time. Yeah, yeah we're The whole time. We're just a bunch of <laughs> smiley dudes playing sad music. I'm saying like really bad jokes in between songs. like, And uh, I'm not enjoying them. <laughs> Tom's like ironically like jumping really high in the middle of the song and like, like stuff like that. Um, yeah, we're trying to sort of create an enjoyable experience. Uh, 
around being what sad. is real like the 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 sort of emotion of the song yeah multi-dimensions it's not just like you're that one yeah. thing you, you could be whatever quote-unquote normal and also this this idea that you're pushing the boundaries a little bit to, to normalize that idea and i think that's cool yeah that's exactly what it is it's just like normalizing because that's what life is really is like dealing with your shit but like still being a person and still experiencing joy and functioning in society you know if you're like having a bad day you can't just go around and be a jerk so <laughs> like or at least i don't do that some people do that Ben's a beer a podcast about life about life <laughs> getting real but it's cool because like you're kind of your music is like all right like we're sad but we're still experiencing life. We're still joking around and being a person. Hmm. And that's cool. Thanks. You're welcome. Individuality. So much love. Reality. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's time for Dan's dad jokes. Dad, you're so embarrassing. Let it go. All right. <clears throat> Let it go. <laughs> so what do you call it? When Shaggy goes swimming. I don't know. Scooby diving. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ha. That's great. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Okay, rapid fire. Favorite songs or albums? Alternating. Ready, set, go. Say Less by Origami Angel. Feels like Bully. Dark Green Water by Great Grandpa. Beef. Bull in the Shade. Daddy and the Hyena. Guppy. Charlie Bliss. Mm, good job, guys. Six choices. Very radical. Thank you. Did you say Bully? Like yeah. the band Bully? Yeah. You like Bully? I do. I love Bully. I'm surprised that uh, one Charlie Beef Bliss. No? I saw them. Beef. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's three oh, E's. Wow, yeah. Check it out on the internet. B-E-E-E. -E -E. I think that's enough. No. F. Oh. That's good. All right, thanks guys for coming out. You can check out Spitshine on Instagram at SpitshineNYC. And you should go out to a show and see them because they're great. And stream their EP on yeah. any streaming platform that you prefer. All the above. Mm. Get Out of Bed by Spitshine. Mm. Yep. Big shout out to Departed Souls Brewing Company. Yes. Oh, yeah. For the lovely Philoso rapper, Belgian style ale. I really liked it. Yeah, me too. I didn't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make it a, a favorite of mine for the first episode. You That's know? great. Really bring it all together. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Rock and roll. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been good. Okay, until next time, we are Bands and Beers. Check us out if you like us. Subscribe. Or check us out on Instagram at bands underscore beers podcast thanks bye we have merch by the door <laughs> that's when you do that <laughs> again adios